y'all, it's me, your girl Slinky Cat. And Stardust. And this is The Mystery, Mystery Squad. Today we have our president, uh, good old Kennedy Van Buren <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about vampires. Da, 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 da. That was an odd choice of music, but okay, sure. Crash, thunder, <laughs> lightning, a storm. It was a dark and stormy night. And then we were going to talk about vampires. What does that have to do with the dark and stormy night? Uh, I'm just know. setting the atmosphere. Yeah, okay. gothic, gothic uh, storytelling. Gothica. Gothica. <laughs> well, speaking okay. of gothica, maybe we should start with the origins of the vampire. Dun dun dun! Do so you want to start us off, oh. Starna? All right. Uh, I'm gonna kick this. This kick it off, gear. <laughs> or, or kick the corpse, as it were. Oh, hey, well, if we're talking about vampires, right? Yeah. Uh, so, specifically, I'm thinking of the Romanian vampires, the Strigoi, mm -hmm. which are the idea of, well, they're more like ghouls or zombies, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's somebody who's died, and every night they come back to life and either suck the soul or drink the blood of mm. usually a relative or a family member. We love a good soul sucking. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> yeah. I, you might. I don't know. I'm not judging. But uh, Strigoi were very different than what we think of as vampires, either in like the Dracula-style vampire or more mm -hmm. modern tellings, yeah. because they were monsters. They were corpses. Right. I think the other thing is it was a way to talk about death and especially when you intended to open the coffin after someone had died and it, you know the skin retreats the hair starts the hair follicles grow longer so people tend to think that they're still alive when they're not well also an explanation for people getting like deathly illnesses that True. just came out of nowhere True. it's easy to say someone's sucking your life the dead's taking your life away well and during plague times oftentimes <coughs> there were different kinds of plague where you'd fall into a coma and mm -hmm. medically people didn't know that you were in a coma so they thought you were dead and they buried you and mm -hmm. you know that's where actually we get the origin of the dead ringer yeah yeah you would tie a bell to someone's hand mm -hmm. in case they moved so you could hear that if yep. they woke up they're clawing their way out of the grave mm -hmm. it's also really interesting the way that romanians handled stragoi is like you dig up the corpse you cut the heart out and you burn it and then the person who's being affected drinks the ashes of it and yes. that's how you get rid mm -hmm. of it uh, and oddly enough, they're actually in Romania today. They still be believe in the Strigoi. Mm -hmm. I think in 2014 there was a case of Strigoi out in the, in the country in Romania mm -hmm. where they believed it, and that's exactly what they did. Right. And yet, very different than our kinds of vampires, the modern Western vampires. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, it's gonna, talking about Romania, it's gonna make you upset because you know the difference and I know the difference. But uh, you gotta bring up Carmilla and Dracula. Yeah, Dracula. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know you're so excited. Oh my goodness. Go ahead uh, with Carmilla because she's so good. Carmilla's the best because she's just this lady, this lady vampire that was written about, and uh, she she basically would just seduce women. It was kind of more of an explanation for, um, you know, these these free thinking women coming into power and like seducing other young women to like go away from their house duties and think for themselves and live this whole other lifestyle she had much more masculine tendencies as this female character written by a man which was interesting well and she was considered to be one of the first vampires yes you know of that time period mm -hmm. and when we say gothic we're not talking like hey i'm a goth and i dyed my hair black and wear all black yeah like we think of today we're talking gothic as victorian, in victorian era 
literature. Renaissance. Well, not Renaissance, not really. Earlier, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> right after. Oh, yeah, right after. <laughs> I'm we, real good at time. Talk, do we need to have a history lesson? <laughs> I'm real good at time, guys. I'm not She's real, a time traveler. I have no depth perception or no time perception. <laughs> or time depth perception. Yeah. Yep, there you um, go. But yeah, so she was, she was like this whole new thing because she wasn't really like a female character, but she wasn't really a male character. She was literally just this like, quote unquote, monster. Well, yeah. And in that time period, that was, you know, women didn't get to do those kinds of things anyway. So Mm -hmm. to have someone who was masculine and feminine at the same time is freaky. And then going off of Strigoi 2, you get more into like some of going back to like your roots in a way because Bram Stoker who like was really inspired by Carmilla and basically wrote he copied it it's fan fiction guys yeah um it's Carmilla fan fiction but he also was inspired by the New England vampire scare which is very much the same thing oh do too yeah so it was people were getting very sick and um what ended up happening is that they were literally like burying their family members like in like the later winter time so like their bodies hadn't fully decomposed yet so they thought that they were they were coming back from the dead and they would again like crush up like certain parts of their body i think like the heart and the stomach and stuff like that and they would force the the sick people to to eat it as a medicine to like cure them yeah and you know there's other interesting ways (coughs) of disposing of vampires so you know we tend to think of in the slightly more modern ish terms of you stake them through the heart but in, even in stories like Carmilla and Dracula, mm-hmm. that wasn't exactly what you did. You, you did either cut the heart out, or if you did stake him, it wasn't a wooden stake. It uh-uh. was a metal stake. It was a, like a railroad spike, basically, put through the heart to keep them in place so that they couldn't climb out of the coffin. And cutting off the heads, um, too. Sometimes, yes. They would cut off the heads, usually, and put them between the thighs so mm-hmm. they would be too disoriented to be able to get up and get where they're going. Yeah. Um, they actually, again, recently found a vampire burial in Bulgaria. Oh, what's up? Yeah, right? Um, and that's exactly what they did, is that kind of thing. You know, nails through the hands and things like yeah. that to keep them in place. And I think vampires really started out with the idea of, like, this is, death is scary, and the fact that sometimes people can, we didn't realize they're in a coma, so they're gonna come back is scary. Right. So how do we stop it? Mm-hmm. Um, along with the folk medicine kind of idea. Yeah. Um, but then we have to talk about Dracula. Um, right. I mean, Dracula, I think we kind of covered Dracula. Dracula is basically that it's Carmilla fan fiction. Well, it is. With this, like, actual, with actual kind of historical events. And then he went, I don't want to write about a woman. So who's an actual scary person from time? And Vlad Tepes. Yes, yes. <laughs> or Tepish, if you Tepish, will. Tepish, yes. And, uh. Vlad Dracul, which is where we get let's, Dracula. Let's put, <laughs> A male overlay onto Carmilla mm-hmm. and write the same basic story yep. and like go into it. Yep. But uh, the one thing that is interesting about Dracula is that it was more popular and yeah. therefore more lasting. And making it lasting ends up making it into modern culture. I mean, people tend to think of Dracula as the epitome of mm-hmm. vampires, but the origin. The origin, and it's not. And yet, mm-hmm. that's also where either because of that or because we were making movies of it, we got a lot of the vampire legends, such as staking through the heart, mm-hmm. uh, not being visible in a mirror. Bats. Bats. Lots of bats. Lots of bats. Wolves they, as well. Yeah. They're either being able to control wolves or turn into a bat mm-hmm. or a wolf. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. 
Oh, well, the sunlight thing is really interesting. Yeah. Because people think, oh, vampires aren't, can't do sunlight. That came from a movie that ripped off Dracula. So rip, think about this. Dracula ripped off Carmela. <laughs> <laughs> and then Germany, with the movie Nosferatu, ripped off Dracula. Mm-hmm. In fact, they got sued and they were supposed to destroy the movie. And Oopsie, we kept a couple copies and it still exists. It's that a whole True Blood Twilight, Fifty Shades of Grey. Apparently, we just evolved one vampire into another. I don't know. It's the evolution of the vampire. Evolution of the vampire. But uh, yeah, Nosferatu is where we get the idea that vampires die in sunlight because they had to think of a way to end the movie, and that was the easiest way. So essentially, Nosferatu stayed out too late, and he uh, got burnt by the sun. Which is it's kind of interesting because that you would think that that's more of like a troll thing, anyways. Like getting turned into stone yeah. from the sun and stuff. Yeah. So. Although, again, in the movie, he just vanishes right, essentially, right, right. Um, and it's turned to ash rather than stone for most vampire legends. Right. But I'm just saying the oh, idea yeah. of the, like the sun is affecting you. What it is? That usually comes from a troll. I mean, the sun affects me too, but it's usually because <laughs> I sneeze. So. She's allergic to sunlight. That's the first stage of vampirism, guys. <laughs> Allergies. <Just saying. laughs> yeah, I'm allergic to the sunlight. Yeah. I'll do it. Uh, yeah, so, um, vampires, right? Well, they're a, they're a wild thing. So, uh. Wild thing. <laughs> you make my heart sing? Not if it doesn't beat. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings up an interesting question. Yeah. Because you get into modern vampires versus old vampires. Yes, yes, you do. We talked about all them old vampires. Right. Which, you know, you like to argue that they're undead. Yes. And that their heart doesn't beat and their blood doesn't pump. I sure do. We can't talk about vampires without talking about (gasps) S-E-X. Sex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we have to sing it. Sure. I don't know. It's good. Would you like to discuss vampirism and sex? Okay. And your opinions on it, ma'am? So... I'm gonna open up and say that, like, I'm. We decided what, that we're one of us is gonna argue more old school and one of us is gonna argue more new school, and that doesn't mean that we don't appreciate concepts from each other. It's just what we enjoy more, and it's also why we were giving you guys a little bit of a history lesson on vampires in the first place. Yeah, to see how this evolved. So, to me, like. If a vampire is something that is undead, right? Like, the blood is not pumping anymore. Like, it... I, I have questions with the sex thing. <laughs> um, because... A sex lot of, for vampires. A lot of New Age stuff, it's... Like, it's more, like, very physical, which is an evolution-type thing. It says more about our society it's than um, older society. Because a sexual touch from a vampire... In older lore, it's, like, they could caress your skin or, like, see you in your nightdress or, like, just, like, breathing on your neck is, like, a very sexual, like, seductive well, technique. And again, too, the va- the fight of the vampire was the sexual yeah. part of it. It wasn't actually that you were having sex. You were having sex without having sex right. when you were bit- bitten by a vampire. And especially in the Victorian era, well, that was the better way to do it than we it didn't was, actually have to do it. It was the foreplay of it all. Um, yeah, I think I got a little past foreplay. In a lot you know, of cases. Um, yeah, so... I've seen Dracula movies. I might be a little annoyed by it, but I've seen it. So I just have problems with, uh... Uh, if the fact that, like, this is a walking undead person, like, either A, you have it where, like, can they even get hard? And B, <laughs> like, we do know that, like, in cases that, like, dead people, like, do get hard. And they're... <laughs> they're members... 
So, like, you either have, like, you're either not, or you are, but it has to be all the time. Does oh, that make sense? Oh, yeah. It does, but, uh, Like, because if... I don't want to think about that, thanks. Listen, I'm thinking about <laughs> it in a way that is purely scientific. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like... So we get the microscope. <laughs> either gonna be limp or it's gonna be hard and it's gonna be one of those two things for the whole time in my opinion and it's not gonna be one or like it's not gonna be able to go back and forth also it goes into the argument of like these new age vampires are like giving birth but the whole point of turning someone is that like you cannot okay give like you can't reproduce but again this is why we're talking about the evolution of the vampire right because your vampire is from the carmilla perspective where right it was the bite of the vampire that was the sexual part of this, Right. Not the actual act of sex itself. So <coughs> we didn't have to worry about that. Right. Nowadays, when you think of things like True Blood, or mm-hmm. I was told you about watching Moonlight, right. um, it's almost as if they treat vampires as if, as if they're a completely different species from human beings. Right. But it, humans can turn into vampires. Mm-hmm. Which also, we'll have to talk about vampire bites and that sort of thing in a minute, too. Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, when you think about it that way, that's why they're sex gods, essentially, still. Because now you you double down on that whole, Mm -hmm. the bite makes things orgasmic, Mm -hmm. but then they can still do the sex thing, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you get it twice in one night. Yeah. But, yeah, vampires are, it's very interesting, because they started out as a metaphor for death, and they became a metaphor for sex. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is very different. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, like, it also it's interesting to see the difference of, like, the argument, like, can they be seen in mirrors and photos and stuff as that true. as well. Because traditionally, you know, you get your good, your good old, a mirror is a gateway into the soul sort of thing. And then if you're a vampire, you're this thing of the night, quote unquote, you're damned, you're, quote unquote, going to hell if you die at this point. Um you wouldn't be able to see it because, like, you don't have a soul, but, like, now you're getting into, like, this looser territory, too, well, of, like, the digital age and that. But that so. also is because, it's not just about the soul part of it. Yeah. It's also because, despite what most people think, that silver is only for werewolves. Yeah. Um, vampires, and oft- oftentimes in lore, were susceptible to silver. Right. And most mirrors and um, reflective surfaces mm-hmm. were silver. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Because they were silverbacked, you couldn't be seen in a mirror because the silver was what kept you from doing that. Uh, it was holy and pure. Right. Uh, and nowadays, in the digital age, <coughs> nothing is that kind. You know, even mirrors today aren't it's made with that. Yeah. It's the same thing with um, photographs because it was mm-hmm. silver nitrate that was used right, right, right. in photographs. So that's why you couldn't take pictures of them. So right. oftentimes, modern depictions with a digital camera and a mirror that's not made with silver, right. we don't have to worry about those vampire souls anymore. They're good. We're fine. They're immortal. Who cares? (laughs) Sure. I mean, you know, that's the other appeal, I think, of modern vampires, is it's less about the the sexual freedom Mm -hmm. that old vampires gave you and more about the immortality. Because if you turn someone into a vampire, they get to be young and cool and hot forever. Yeah. And you never have to worry about it. But, like, then you also have the sad thing of, like, you get to watch all your loved ones die. Well, true. but (laughs) But a lot of times in... You know, that's part of why you get the angsty vampires. Yeah. Because they don't want to watch the people that they love die, and now they don't have a choice. Yeah. 
or you get the vampires who are fine with it because, in a way, who they are as a person has <coughs> changed. Yeah. By becoming a vampire. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's... good old Queen of the Damned. Yes, see, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the way that the vampires in, um, mm-hmm. in the Anne Rice books are, it's very different. Right. You know? It's, like, it's a nice mix in that one because you yes. have, like, traditional elements with New Age elements. Yes. Um, and they marry together very, very well. And they can cause problems for, like, Claudia, who yeah. is turned as a child and therefore is only ever going to be a child. Yeah. You know, that's... She's mad. <laughs> Wait, can, can you blame her? I mean, not really. I mean, I, I wouldn't blame her <laughs> personally. I don't know about you. I mean, you know? Uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about reasons for feeding. Right? Um, that fight of, oh, I'm feeding now just to sustain myself, which is a newer age yes. method, versus I'm feeding because I'm sustaining myself, but I'm also sad and lonely. And, so <laughs> and I want some friends and I've got to make my own and I can't give, I can't I conceive children That's true. to make my own. That's true. So now I'm just going to suck the life out of these people and make them mine for right, forever. So, so here's also the question, though, like, when we're talking about turning somebody mm-hmm. from being a vampire. Yes. So, there's definitely different schools of thought on how you become a vampire. Right. There's the, I bit you once and now you're a vampire, which I hate. Right. Because it's if you were in that universe stupid. and you needed to feed every night, pretty much everybody would become a vampire eventually anyway. Right. Which is dumb. And then there's the I feed on you, but I have to drain you completely of blood. That's a little better, because if you, you're careful and you don't do it, right, then right, they right. won't turn. And then the very modern idea of, I have to share my blood with you. Right. Um, which I think is interesting, because the other thing is, too, oftentimes victims were people who were fed on again and again and again, mm-hmm. and used that way, but not turned. It was only, like, for special people. Right. I like the, the second two, personally, myself, the I feeding on you multiple times and like or I'm draining your blood yeah. completely and then I like the I'm sh- like you have to also drink my blood yeah. to like either and I think like that was either to stay sane and not like get like frenzy like shark frenzy type of vampire and go and, <laughs> and have like mania and go insane true. Um, versus a it's a slow burn yeah it's a slow <laughs> and in chapter 97, they're gonna make love. Yeah. Oh, love or vampire love, because there's a difference. Or the first kiss. <laughs> chapter 97. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he can't help us here. Vampires. <laughs> um, pretty sure. But yeah, so I like those two. I think the, the one and done, like, that's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I have read stories where it's one and right. done, and I'm always a little like, but guys, if you feed every night... Mm-hmm. And you turn someone every night, then they're gonna turn someone. It's like you literally are. Because like even even in Dracula with Lucy, at least in the staged adaptation, like he feeds on her yes. multiple nights. Yes. Like it's not a. She's also more of a bride than uh, right. Mina is. You know, there's a right, difference right, right. in the way the victims are. Right, because he like completely drains Mina. He's like, I want you. Yeah. Now. Well, he wants her to be a vampire because that's something else that you get into <coughs> is right. the sire idea of. You know, mm-hmm. is there one main vampire who can turn other people into vampires and they listen to him mm-hmm. or her? Or is it like, I've turned you into a vampire, do you have your own free will, go do your own thing, bye. Yeah. Or you can stay with me if you want. 
Mm-hmm. And or is that a little bit of both? Well, and that's just it. <laughs> Lucy and Mina are a little bit of both. Right. Because Lucy was much more the, I'm going to turn you into a slave, mm-hmm. and you're going to want want me. Mm-hmm. And Mina was much more of uh, cognizant of what was going on. Right. And he was fine with that. Yeah. Because, because he liked her for who she was. Yeah, and yeah, sort of. I mean, who she kind of saw him as. Yeah, because he was definitely portrayed as a monster in that. Right. Both in the book and then in the movies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, vampires are wild. Oh. They're, uh, they're just the wildest. You know what I mean? And so, okay. Crikey, it's a wild vampire. Going off of all that we know of vampires, um, if you had the chance to be turned... Would you, and under what circumstances? Oh, okay. Well, here we go. This is the fun. This is the fun part of the podcast. <laughs> Wait, we have a fun part of the podcast? I guess so. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Because obviously we're both big vampire nerds. Yeah. So I'm sure the answer would be yes. Yeah. But I, because I tend to go with the more modern version of it, it yeah. would be more like the fun immortality, young forever, never feel sick or old or anything kind of yeah. thing. Versus the Bride of Dracula style, because it's like, no, I don't want to be somebody's slave. No thanks. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, what about you? I don't know if I would, knowing all that I know Or maybe about I just vampires. date a vampire. I, I just date a vampire, just casually turn, you do the what we do in the shadows thing, where you <laughs> date them and get, and people say things about our age difference, because I'm four times her age. <laughs> um... But I don't know. Because, like, to live forever and watch things change so much and, like, be, like, knowing that, like, my mindset now is, like, okay for 2019, but, like, in 2056 and the planet is dying and, like, I would miss my sister and everyone. Like, my anxiety would go through the roof and I'd probably end up being crazy and just, like... Be like nothing matters. She'd be like a hermit vampire. No, I would be a manic oh, vampire. Oh God, you'd be like the hunger. I'd be like a manic vampire and probably just go off and do things because I could with no repercussion well, until someone yeah. found me and killed so me. So Lestat is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So you'd be the Lestat vampire, or I was thinking of like David Bowie in The Hunger, where he's finally aging and yeah, just stuck in a coffin forever. Yeah, you know, I'd probably like, or like, like I said, like going off until someone gets gets the idea to kill me. Oh my. Seeing how it played out. Yeah, see, I like Bringing me. chaos and destruction. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'll just date a vampire. It'll be fine. Yeah. You have time to think about the consequences that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if you have, like, if you do have someone to share all of eternity yeah. with, it's not as scary, yeah. but, like... Well, and if you don't have anybody that you're leaving behind as well. Right. So, I think that's oftentimes in circumstances why the mm-hmm. person who could, has the chance to be turned... Or it's like they're dying in that moment. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not. I have to save you. I'm not done. I have some unfinished business, but I don't want to be a ghost. So, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get into that, that whole modern vampire thing, and it's like, there's got to be good reasons for it. I, I was telling you about Moonlight, which yeah, yeah, yeah. was very short-lived, but the main character didn't get a choice. His wife turned him. Mm-hmm. And he was angry about it, and he wanted to be human again. <coughs> right. And she was like, but I gave you this, this is so cool. And, yeah. And so it kind of destroyed their relationship, because instead of being open and honest, she was just like, hey, you're a vampire now. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, um, but he has, sweetie. <laughs> on the other hand, he has a friend who is a big-time playboy who, like, has lots of money and lots of women, and it lives it up, and is like, dude, it's the coolest thing ever, because I'm immortal, I'm stronger than everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, women love me, I, and I'm 
that's that's like the modern ideal of a vampire too. Yeah. So. So uh yeah, uh I I feel good on vampires. Do you think we nailed it? No. <laughs> you made the pun this time. I need to write this down. Slinky Cat made the pun, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can uh, hammer it home. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's another nail in the coffin. It sure is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to recover stain. my pun title. <laughs> Um, it's wonderful. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, I I feel good. I feel good on vampires. So uh, there's that. Good on vampires. But uh, y'all can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can also listen to this on Spotify and Apple iTunes. And are we are we back up on the YouTube's? No. YouTube's no, we're not good. back up on YouTube's. Um, so yeah, Spotify and Apple iTunes, that's where you can listen to us. Yes. So that's been us today. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Bye. Goodbye now. <laughs> <laughs>